today we are celebrating the Sunday of the Word of God as instituted by Pope Francis. So when you think of the word of someone, how do you usually think of receiving it? Through a letter, now a text, perhaps an email or a phone call. And very often, we're very happy to receive some word from others. Of course, if somebody we absolutely love or care for or want to keep in contact with, we're excited. Maybe less so of somebody that doesn't really, we, we don't value a whole lot. So we saw, when we talk about the Word of God, we should be right away very excited that it's possible to know the Word of God. Because some people don't even believe there is a God. Of course, we know that there is a God, and a very unique aspect of our Catholic faith is not only is there a God, but that God has communicated to humankind, to humanity, men and women throughout the ages, continues to communicate, communicated in a special way through the incarnation of Jesus Christ in which God physically appeared to us and spoke to those around him in a real way and in addition to all that continues to communicate right here through our prayers, through your lives, through the people you know and through your prayer life that helps you make good decisions, helps you come out of difficulties in your life, times of anxiety, times of anger, times of difficulty to forgive others. That God, for all of us, hopefully, you have experienced a time in your life and continue to do so where God is really present guiding you in so many ways. That's the Word of God. So today in a special way we are celebrating all these different aspects in which, the, the, in which God communicates to us. We, we of course know that this is the Bible and today on this Sunday of the Word of God please find your Bibles. For some reason um, a lot of people who believe in God or are faithful Catholics just have their Bible somewhere, somewhere in their home, maybe in a closet, maybe collecting dust somewhere, maybe hidden, or maybe even a grade two children's Bible that they haven't picked up in a long time. Pick up your Bibles every single day. It's really important because when you get a message from somebody, you are impressed and, and, and um, that message makes you better. And the Word of God is that and a hundred times even more. So pick up your Bible and find it and find, find it and try to read it on a daily basis. In St. Paul's letter to Timothy, he says, For you have known from infancy the sacred scriptures, which, you are, which are able to give you instruction for your salvation by the faith which is in Christ Jesus. This is a very loaded statement. From infancy, number one. That the Bible is something that is important for those who are two years old and for those who are 102 years old and plus. And even myself, after spending my entire life, or more, more accurately, a lot for the last um, 30, 40 years, 30 years to be exact, specifically focusing on studying the Bible, sometimes I'm reading it or explaining it to somebody and I find a new angle, a new application, a new interpretation. And I even find, which is wonderful, that some of those, some people who have, may have never read a particular passage, 
I find that they have discovered something in it or a, a particular angle or interpretation or an application to some aspect of their life that I have never thought of. And that's not because I never, I never found, read enough books or, or, or did enough research, but that's the richness of the Word of God that it can't be encapsulated into any particular book or even into an encyclopedia. So even though you may not have taken a course in the Bible or in theology, have that confidence that God can speak to you and will speak to you in a very unique way for the situations that you are going through in your entire life. That's a very important starting point for reading the Word of God. Sometimes, however, people get overwhelmed by the size of this book. So today I'll give you some very basic recommendations. When you read a novel, or you read a history book, or you read any other book, what you want to do is start at the beginning. Well, for the Bible, I recommend that you start actually not at the beginning. I recommend you, you, you start somewhere after the three-quarters mark. Find the New Testament. Find the New Testament first, and immerse yourself in the life, in the words, in the miracles of Jesus first. That has to be your foundation. Why? Because the Bible is not just a book, it actually is a library of books. So when you walk into the library, you don't necessarily go to the first shelf or the first section you find. You go to the, the, the place that you want to go first and, be, and to learn what it is you're looking for. So for all of us, we want to be immersed first and foremost in the coming of Jesus, his words, his miracles, his teachings, and his showing of compassion to all those around him. And then, also, of course, his death and resurrection. So find the gospel, one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and start to read. And it's very important to have a good Catholic study Bible, because a good Catholic study Bible will not only give you the text of the Bible, it will also help you with explanations. And those are the footnotes that are found. The text is here, and then you have underneath the text, good explanations. Because one thing you have to realize is that the Bible is kind of like a window, and it's also a mirror. Let me explain that analogy, the window. We are reading a story of something that happened 2,000, and if you refer to the Old Testament, more than 2,000 years ago. So it is perfectly normal to get lost even in the New Testament because we are reading of governors, of kings and emperors, and for the most part, that is not something that we experience in our day-to-day -day life. We read about regions that, that whose names are different. We read about people who dressed and acted in ways and had customs that were different than ours. So it's a window into a different world. And that is why it's important to not just read the Word of God, but to study the Word of God. To read a book, to read a section, and then try to find out what that section means. For example, it is not obvious in today's Gospel what a publican and what a Pharisee is. You can read that story all you want. You won't know what a publican and a Pharisee is until, unless you look it up. You know, we also have the great ability to search things online, which is wonderful. 
So that's the first aspect of reading the Bible is to realize that you'll be reading about something that is not particularly familiar to you and that you will need assistance in guiding you in where to go. And the second very important aspect of the Bible that I want to focus on is that in addition to it being a window into a different world in which you need to learn to, um, to appreciate what, what those stories meant, the Bible is also a mirror. And what I mean by that is that the Bible needs to reflect to you something that you need to apply into your own life. First of all, the Bible stories need to challenge us to, to ask ourselves whether we are living in the way that God wants us to live. For example, in this gospel today, if we, maybe when we first heard it, your first impression was, you know what, that Pharisee didn't do the right thing, but that because he was bragging, and he thanked God that he was not like the rest of people. In other words, he was showing off. And the, and the publican, who was a tax collector, to be quite specific, he was humble. So you might look at this as simply a story of a good, the, good bad, the good guy and the bad guy. And go, wow, that's great. Next channel, next program, next story. That's not the point. The first part is to observe and to try to ask yourself, what is that passage, what is that section trying to communicate as a story, but then put yourself in that story as a mirror? Am I like the publican who look around and just look down upon people who might not be as, as, as well off as I am? In so many ways, financially, maybe intellectually, maybe socially, job rate, whatever it may be. Do I look down on others? That's the mirror that the Bible is putting right in front of each and every one of us. Number two, when it relates to this story, the publican. He sat in the temple for us here in church, focusing on God. And what did he say? God, you're a terrible person. Why, why are there so many problems in the world? No. He sat humbly bowed his head and said, Oh God, forgive me, a sinner. The mirror, once again. Are you here to glorify God? Are you here to humble yourself before God? Are you here to appreciate the gifts that God has given you? If you are, then you have succeeded in making this passage a mirror into your life. And guess what? Just like all of us, this is not just a one-time thing. The mirror is taken with us into our day-to-day -day life. Not only this instant feeling right now of wanting to be like the publican, but tomorrow, when you're at work, if you're at school, if you're among your family and friends, do you reflect the life of the publican of humility and of prayer? Do you pray every day? Do you give thanks to God for the things around you? Or do you spend your time criticizing others or even criticizing God for what is going on in the world or in your life. That's the basic element of the Word of God. In fact, I can speak on this topic for a very long time. But one thing all of us should do if it's the Word of God 
it realize that it's words from God. Words that God have, has given us for our daily life. And a word that communicates a relationship. That God wants to have a living relationship with you. And most of what he wants to say is already in print. And the rest of it, he continues to guide you through discernment, through prayer, and through um, feelings of doing good to those around you. So number one, I encourage all of you to find your Bible. Most people have a Bible. And if you don't have a Bible that is a current one, simply go online and type in Catholic Study Bible. It's that simple. And if you want, you can always send me a message or call me and ask me if you're getting the right one. Get your Bible. Get a Bible and place it in a prominent place in your house. You know, we go crazy if we lose our remote controls or if we lose our cell phones. Don't lose your Bible. Place it in a very prominent place where you are turning to it every single day, not just on Sunday. Read a passage with your, with your family. Read a chapter. Read it, sit down and read it together. And use that pattern that I, that I explained to you right now. Look into it and try to learn something of the past, but also make an application into your day-to-day -day life. The Word of God has changed the lives of all of you here present, but it can continue to change your life if you make it uh, something that you commit to, read, and apply every single day of your life.